Today on ABC Devo, Race of Doom. Good evening. Welcome to ABC Devo, the only podcast on the internet where we go through every Devo song alphabetically from fourth dimension to wiggly world. I am Joe Mazel. Oh, I am Peter Retailer. Oh, I am. Uh, oh, I'm Tom Taylor. And I'm John Engel. All right. Good to know. Everybody's surprised I by themselves. Am, <laughs> and I am Joe Mazel. Or am I Bill Lugosi? Who can really say? Mm. And let me tell you, boys and girls, today we are talking about Race of Doom from 1982's album, New Traditionalists. So uh, how'd you guys feel about me breaking up the format there, huh? A little funny voice. I know, it, it threw us all off. It's yes, like there was it a vampire on the show. <laughs> like a I'll famous never do that Transylvanian again vampire. Until I do. Uh, I have a question about this song. All right, um, not a question yeah. about my Bill Lugosi impression? No, no. All right. Um, is it on or is it off? <laughs> oh, reply. Mm-hmm. Do you want us to reply? Mm-hmm. How Please do you do. want us to reply? Mm. <laughs> That's well, the part it's a matter I don't of time, and it's a matter of luck. Mm. It's a factor of chance. Um, <clears throat> I like. You know what? I almost would like this song. I think I would like this song more mm-hmm. if it wasn't called Race of Doom, mm. <laughs> and they didn't say oh, Race weird. of Doom. Hmm. Why, Why is, is that? that? I don't yeah. know. It seems kind of separate from the main idea with this like time bomb thing a little bit. I mean, there, there's a little bit of, you know, there's the racing theme a little bit. Um, like, I think know. I would like this song better if it was called Time Bomb. Right. And I'll, I'll one up you, Pete. I'll mm-hmm. ante up. I think I would have liked the song a little bit better if it doesn't start off with race. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Oh, dun, 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 oh dun, I don't know. Doom. That's what I mean. Like if you take yeah. that stuff out, take all that, take out all the references to Race of Doom. I think I would like this. See, I have, I have the exact opposite note. What? Would this song be a little better if it was only "Is it on? Is it off?" Reply with the nope. Race of Doom. Okay, yeah, I would agree with you on that note, mm-hmm. but that okay. is not how the song exists. The song exists True. with. Race of Doom, is it on, is it off, reply, and then I want to be a time bomb. And I think those are both valid ideas. Hey, you know what? I'm going to throw my hat into this uh, fire of rings. <laughs> That's the phrase Sorry. that is very yeah. famous, all and right, we all sure. know it. It's very popularly popular and idiomatic to American culture. Um, that perhaps if this were two separate songs, they might be two better songs. And I will throw that and and to add to that, one of my notes on this song, and you guys know I'm joking because I don't really take notes, is that uh, musically it kind of sounds a lot of like it kind of sounds mushed together. Like in terms of like it's hard for me to hear the guitar over the drums over the bass. There's just mm. like not a very good mix to it. It sounds a little sh- musically smushed. Which I believe is the technical mm. term. Hmm. Hmm. I don't get that uh, sense, but I believe you. Or hmm. I don't believe you, but I believe that you are but experiencing that hallucination. <laughs> you madman. <laughs> well, 
I appreciate your diplomacy, Tom. <laughs> John, time for you to shoot me down and call me a moron. Go. How do you know, uh, John? I, I don't fix the song because I like it, and I don't have any problem with any of the things you guys have a problem with. I I'm like gonna... Rips of Doom. I love the anthemic, you know, is it on, is it off reply. I think it all works fine. I don't, I don't know. I guess I never saw a problem with – I mean, a time bomb – is a race towards doom, is it not? I mean, True. I don't know why it's not exactly. Well, not uh, if you diffuse it. Have you ever seen Finger? Well, that's the idea. That's the yeah. that's the race, right? So <laughs> I don't know. I never thought it was uh, contextually off or anything. So I don't know. I like the song a lot, and I don't think it's. it's I've never got the smushy part. I mean, I, I'm li- I'm listening to it in my head right now. I'm thinking, okay, maybe. Um, but it, it never occurred to me because I enjoy the song. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. To be clear, uh, I don't, uh, I don't have a problem with the song and I don't want to change it, but I do. I think my favorite aspect of it is race. Uh, 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 you know, the race of doom and the, is it on, is it off? I think that's my favorite aspect yeah, yeah, of the, it, but I still like the whole thing. I, I'm totally the is, all for yeah, is it on, is it, is it on, is it off? Right. Yeah. Um, I would, I would cut out race of doom, all the references to race of doom. Keep, is it on, is it off? Keep the time bomb, keep all the other stuff. Hmm. So are you, that Peter, if I may, if I may make a reference to a little show that you may do, do you think of race of doom as kind of like magnets? Pardon? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you're aware of this, Pete. You're on a show called star Wars minute oh, where right, for several right. years. Now you complain the force is really just magnets and you wish it wasn't there. And what I was trying to do was kind of say the thing that you don't like is like magnets. And then you'd go, oh, yes, like Star Wars Minute, that show I do. Oh, okay. Aren't we all good friends? I thought you were but confusing no, me with the guy who does the, uh, the Juggalo show or whatever. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I really, I thought you were Violent J. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I anyway. <laughs> Is Joe on or is he off? I can't tell. <laughs> reply. Would you like me to reply to that? Hey. I'd love it. Um, well, yeah, I don't, I, I like, that's a, th- you know, it's nitpicky, but it is a thing that's preventing me from going all in for the song. I do like the parts that I like, but then the other parts I'm just kind of like, meh. And I don't, I can't put my finger specifically uh, on what, what bothers me about that. Hmm. It's just Race of Doom that bugs you? Yeah, because it's that, like, you know, that kind of chanting bit of Race of Doom, and the idea of Race of Doom seems a little silly to me. Hmm. Am I the only person who feels that the production on this particular track just feels a little wrong? I think you are. All right. Well, maybe... uh, (laughs) Doesn't mean you're wrong. You thought it was Maybe my earbuds... Yeah, it felt a little muddy to me. Uh, Maybe it's my earbuds. Maybe it is my... Oh. You know what? I bet it. I know what what? it is because I listened to two different versions of this song, the one that's not remastered and the one that is, and the one that's remastered did sound a lot better than the original than the original one. And I remember thinking, like, I've heard the song. You know, I listened to the song earlier today. I was listening to it right before we recorded. I thought I listened to the song earlier today, and this sounds weird. And I even like adjusted my volume. And thought, uh, and I went, oh yeah, the, the, there's that remastered deluxe edition that we talk about a lot on the weekend edition because it has all those, you know, non-studio tracks on it as well. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe I've been listening to it on that. And I listened to it, it was crisp and clear. 
uh, compared to the other ones. So maybe that's it. Hmm. Oh, you might be right. What, whatever the version that's just the regular old digital files that aren't remastered, maybe they are quality for some reason. Hmm. That that very well might be it because I do believe that I am listening to the unremastered version. Hmm. Yeah, the masterless version. Now, when you, on your version, your non, your masterless version, did you get those those nice congas that come in in the middle of the song? I do remember I hearing congas. Con- <laughs> <laughs> I remember taking note, going, "I've never noticed those congas before." <laughs> I'm not are sure they? I have. Yeah, they're in there, man, and it sounds wow. like legit conga, not not digital con- congas like you might expect. It sounds like real, you know, Alan Meyer, like flesh to. To drum, you know, that's cool. He's got the writing on the wall. He's like, I these guys are getting rid of me soon. I'm out of here. You know what? Let me just go nuts on the conga. Yeah, (laughs) if I can prove myself on the congas, I'll be I'll be indispensable. They can't get rid of me. (laughs) I'll be at least good for one more album. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I forgot about the congas. Now that's sinking. They're sinking rapidly now. In my esteem, my esteem. <laughs> oh, you don't like the Congress? No, oh, come on, it's man. like every everything that's that's down for you is up for me. That's going to be on the song for yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised, Pete, that Congress wouldn't uh, resonate more with you. I, I imagine I, I have memories of us listening to things like Don Ho albums. Right. Well, yeah, that's you know in its place. Sure. I'm not oh. sure I want Congress in my Devo. <laughs> your Devo's in my like Congress. No, your Congress like are my Devo. Stop. You're both right. <laughs> are you a Bobo fan? Bobo from Cypress Hill and the Beastie Boys? Uh, the Conga the Conga Bongo Master? <laughs> well. Are you a fan of the movie Congo? <laughs> I'm a fan of the video game Congo Bongo, which was uh, mm. <laughs> Commodore 64. As am I. As am I. Commodore 64. I remember playing it on the arcade and I remember playing it on yeah. ColecoVision. Yeah, all of the above. I mean, everything came out for everything back in the day. Yeah, oh, without without question. But you don't know. But back in the day, it was not guaranteed that it had an arcade uh, port, terminal, game. I don't know what the word right. is. Um, speaking of which, I got my arcade game back. It's uh, oh, the one uh, from uh, the one that you used to have when you lived with uh, Damon. Yeah, well, it's we bought them together, and it's been yeah. living at Damon's house for a long time. But Damon sold his house and. It was in storage for a little while, and now it's now it's here in the basement next to me. So now you have Mr. Dew it? again? Mr. Dew, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, anyway, you know, I, I almost kind of want to... I think we should uh, open a creative studio together, and I will put cash money down for uh, Mr. Dew's Wild Ride or uh, Mr. Dew's Castle, wow. a.k.a. Mr. Dew versus the Unicorns. So the beauty of it is that they're, they're all the same board. They're all the same pinout. So you can just get the cards and, uh, and the PCBs, the printed circuit boards, and, and uh, swap them out willy-nilly. It's like a cartridge, I feel like I a would giant be, cartridge. I feel I would be happier with myself if we got another uh, just arcade machine. Well, I, I think two of them also are Landscape and the, the you know Mr. Dew and I think Castle are both you know upright. They're both uh, kind of portrait. And then the I think do run run and wild rider landscape or something like that. But it feels to me like you're trying to uh, destroy my dream no, of no. us having a creative <laughs> space together. I'm saying <laughs> with video step games. one is go buy do run run and then we'll get the All right. space. Okay. All right. All right. Done. Anyway, race of doom. Okay. Hold on. I got to look up how to get do run run. Reminds me of uh, race of do run run. You know, it, it makes me think a little bit of uh, Death Race 2000, makes me think a little bit of Doctor Doom, um, but it doesn't, you know, falls short of both of those in my book. 
Just hey, to I remember the first time like I more. showed you Death Race 2000. That's right, you did. Yeah, first time you came over to my old place in Queens. Hmm. Can I admit something that, uh, that'll shame me as a nerd? I've never seen Death Race uh, 2000. There's no shame in that, and you know why? Because why? at some point in your life, you get to see it for the first time. Yeah. That and uh, Flash Gordon. What? They're still again, in my future. I'm, again... Wait, what? I've never seen Flash films, Gordon. Both of these films, Ooh. I'm not going to lie to you, Mm-hmm. are an absolute delight That's, for very yeah, different for reasons. Nothing to the contrary. Yeah. Very different reasons, but like you will enjoy them thoroughly and you will be very happy when you see them. I'm very happy for you <laughs> that you get to see <laughs> them for you, the Jeff. first time because I do not get to. I've think, seen them the first time years ago. In a, in a theater situation, though. Like hmm? I th- the best, yeah. my best experience with Flash Gordon was seeing it at BAM. They did a... a, a mm screening of it and it was like oh everybody here gets it and we're all on the same page and it's wonderful yeah, my best yeah. experience seeing Flash was when I was five and I saw it in the theater right well I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Alamo will probably have multiple screenings of Flash Gordon before this Queen movie comes out this oh, wow. uh, Freddie Mercury biopic I oh, bet man. you that you know, they always tie stuff together mm-hmm. and that would be a really good uh, totally Alamo thing to do would be to have some special screenings of, of Flash Gordon before that movie came out. Right. So, oh, by the way, Tom, John, but Tom, you don't have an Alamo there in Chicago, do you? No. That's really yeah, weird. It's... You think uh, Chicago would be low rent enough that Alamo could afford to move in there early? E- easily, not early. <laughs> Someday. Someday will be cool. And also, John, that reminds me, when we're back in the green room, remind me to discuss Infinity War with you. Oh, okay. Let's do that. Can I, I don't have to in? plug my ears. Oh, you oh, really? seen it. Um, there will be no spoilers. Um, hmm. I mean, hmm. and also you've <laughs> read the Infinity Gauntlet, Pete, so you kind of get the gist. I haven't. Actually. I'd like to talk about that, too, because Archer and I are reading it right now. Oh, hmm. I read it many years ago when I worked at a comic store with Peter. Uh, Pete the Retailer. It's how he became the retailer. It has nothing to do with me specifically, but it is the job in which he became a retailer. But uh, I went through a period where it's like, I should read these thing, comic things that I haven't read so I can be a better employee. This would be an attitude that would not stay afloat for many years. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so like Infinity War, the entirety of Neil Gaiman's Sandman, a couple of other things, they're all in this big, like, hodgepodge, like, soup in my brain. Hmm. Hmm. Where does Race of Doom fit into that soup? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Race of Doom fits in as being a song of new traditionalist. And hey, way to get us back on track. There you go. You're obviously a professional. Yeah, we were flying off the track before. We must be ready to grade by now. We must. Well, I mean, I think we first have to discuss what the song is about. Oh, I see. Does um, anyone know? Was, fortunately there... for me, <laughs> I did my research on this. And uh, on songmeetings.com, a gentleman or lady by the name of Guamp. Wait, this uh, is a n- Guamp has been on before hasn't he or hasn't she hasn't been on before and that's so white like that before. does sound sort of familiar in a Womp sounds way. very familiar to me we might i think we might have had a guamp before well let me tell you he or she there uh <laughs> their uh meaning interpretation of the song is this 
It's an extended metaphor comparing a relationship to a dangerous race. Sometimes a guy can't tell whether a woman wants to break up with him or not. He's trying to make the relationship as exciting as a race, but is afraid of crashing and burning due to, due to a miscalculation, especially in the beginning. A lot of relationships consist of tightrope walking and a fear of screwing up and everything. That's E-N-D everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he, is, what he or she is trying to say there, other than I think by... Uh, the way he's phrasing this narrative, it's definitely a he. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay. It's a bad extended so metaphor there. It's uh... not sure that I buy that. Oh, that's because it's total and utter nonsense, Peter. Yeah. No. <laughs> you passed the test. <laughs> it's subliminal um, feelings. Too strong to conceal. That's true. So I do like those words. I, you know, here's the thing. I'm looking at the lyrics right now, and I often, I kind of wonder if um, Devo's kind of writing a song almost cynically to kind of appeal to the new, like, kind of PC class. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because 19, you know, between 1980 and 1983, this is when, like, the idea of owning a computer in your home would become a reality. Oh, you mean like personal computer class? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so your okay. personal computer class, not your politically correct class. Right. Um, and, you know, kind of terms, you know, and, and terms like unscramble your program mm-hmm. seem to be kind of placating that itch, almost pandering to that itch. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think they were definitely steeped in it, though. You know, like I think I do them. think they were steeped in it, but at the same, I, I do agree that you know they were steeped with a certain uh, love of engineering and probably computer science. But I would counter that including in the lyrics at this time makes it feel to me like it's the kind of popular trend, right? And perhaps they're kind of uh, playing to that audience, like, hey, we're the computer band, right? And computers are a thing. We're the computer band. <laughs> Pretty soon everybody will have one. Yeah. One of the things I love about early 80s uh, computer commercials and PSAs and the like would be the inherent sexism to that. Like there would always be a woman who would look into the camera and go, I can make my shopping list with this. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I can find new muffin recipes. <laughs> Wait, can you, Tom, can you forward me the new muffin recipes? Because I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm in the market yeah. for a new muffin recipe. On my computer, yeah. Um, so anyway, well, what's uh, how does this... I think you guys like this more than I do, because I'm turned... This is, again, this is... You'll notice a couple of things... There's a couple of things on um, new traditionalists that um, just rub me the wrong way, and it, it overall, like, it, it's... Stuff that is good, but has things that that bother me, mm. and and we're uncovering those as we go through, like Race of Doom, um, which has you know things that I like in it, but then it's got these other things like the actual Race of Doom part kind of bugs me <laughs> and it takes me out of it. Um, and I'm well. I'll go first because I'm. I'm gonna liken it. I, I feel almost exactly the same about this. I feel like as I do about the song we did on Tuesday about Puppet Boy. That I'm. It's got mm. a lot of things going on in it that I don't feel gel. And and you know some of the other things. It's a little more gelled, but um, 
I, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it for the most part. So I think I'm going to go with another flat C. I, um, I'm, I'm, I really like this song a lot and I love everything from race of doom to, is it on, is it off reply? And Mm -hmm. I like the rest of it, but I love that aspect of it. And I love the music behind everything. Um, I think that the main sort of lyrics and vocals sort of nudge it down out of the A's for me to a B plus. But I still so it's love not the whole thing. quite as good as Girl You Want, according to Tom. It's just slightly worse than that horrible, horrible song. All right. Girl You Want. Yeah. I concur with B plus. Okay. It's not I, I like it a lot. It's not an A song, but it's close. Um mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love the anthemic kind of nature of it. Like I could kind of I, I think I could hear it, you know, live. And they could done the turn it on, turn it off thing for like four minutes, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That it would have been fun, that. get the whole crowd into it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I really enjoy the song, but like I said, yeah, not really an A, so B plus, it's good enough for me. Well, right. you know, me backing it up, like I said, if it, I think I, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but if you took out all the references to Race of Doom and just left, is it on, is it off, reply, and then the lyrics, you know, then the and the chorus and all that, um. This I, might be it might be in the A's for me. Definitely be a territory, but just that race of doom part and just the kind of the that uh, doesn't gel together. That that bad mixture for me mm. doesn't work. Anyway, so I almost concur with you guys. But all right, oh, and, and uh, I respect your concurrence. Um, I am a little bit lower than uh, Tom and John, but I'm a little bit higher than you, Pete. It gets a solid B. Sounds a little bit muddled, uh, yet there's a, you know, there's enough things that I find kind of interesting about it that kind of keeps it out of the C range. But there's enough things I can't find kind of muddied about it that I can't quite go to a high B or a low A. Okay. Um, can't get more clear than that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> But I wonder what Spotify would compare this song to. Does anybody have any idea? Well, Wait, funnily what? enough, <laughs> funnily enough, um, really, Pete, mm-hmm. go on, please. I just happen to have that up here uh, in front of me. I opened up the Spotify, I ran it through here, and uh, Race of Doom, the the remastered version, which we all agree is superior. Um, well, you three agree. I don't have it. Right. Um, the radio station based off of that. The next song up is "Don't Spill My Courage" by Wall of Voodoo. Followed what by what album is that off of? Does it say on Spotify? Um, I can find out. Go to album. Seven Days in Sammy's Town <laughs> from nineteen eighty-five. Ah, that would be an Andy Prevoy album, far after my Wall of Voodoo interest. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a special weekend edition on Wall on my love of Wall of Voodoo. Mm. Um, there's also Private Life by Ongo Boingo and Save It for Later by the English Beat, which gets stuck in my head a lot and then was yes, out because of my it's head an awesome song until just now when it got back in my head. So thanks a lot, Reese of Doom. Spoilers! Don't see Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, how many movies do you hear that song in? But definitely Spider-Man Homecoming has a major sequence with that song. Yeah. 
Oh, by the way, see Spider-Man: Homecoming because yeah, uh, yeah, it actually does have good taste in music. Spider-Man: Homecoming has good taste in music for sure. Mm. I mean, only if you like the Ramones and Space Age Love Song. Mm. Only if you like really good stuff. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) It's not like I don't want to see Spider-Man: Homecoming. I just haven't gotten around to it, but well, we'll see. see. Hey, speaking of getting around I mean, to Pete, things... You only have a wife and two children, a I mother know. who lives in Florida, and in-laws who live a borough away. What could possibly be keeping you? Oh, yeah, and a full-time <laughs> job. Why aren't you watching all these movies? Um, I think you should uh, you should come over and we can watch them, maybe. Oh, that sounds great. Maybe like uh, like... I don't know. Well, let's try to work something out where you can come over like after everybody's asleep. We can just watch movies. <laughs> you know, eventually you do have to go home. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah actually, do a Ragnarok Homecoming double feature. Ooh, that would be, be very fun. pleasant. Hey, you know, come to think of it, if I just sleep on your couch, it's a lot more convenient for me to get to work the next day. That's true. Will, will Ella make me breakfast? Mm, I might. Mm. Will Catherine ask me to read her a story? Yes. All right. Now I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Um, that's, uh, that's it for this. Uh, we might, uh, I can't tell which week we're on. If we're, is it on? Is it off? I don't know, but. <laughs> Reply. Uh, Reply, people. One of these weekends, either this weekend or next weekend and last weekend, um, we do a thing called ABC Diva Weekend Mutation, where we go, uh, through all the stuff that wasn't album cuts, all the B-sides, your demos, etc. Anything that was officially released, but not on an album. Um... That's over there. We do four at a time. It's a fun time. It's a little more loose than, than the main show. You can, if you can picture that, it might be hard to. Um, yeah, after today. Shining <laughs> over Dallas. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, but here back on the main feed, we're still in the R's. We've got Red Eye, aka Red Eye Express, depending on who you believe. Uh, that's coming up on uh, Tuesday here on ABC Devo. Reply! Reply!